Hello and welcome to Thinking Outside the Box with me, Tim Box. And me, Britt Box. We talk about all things to do with your mental health, your emotional well-being and how to navigate your own mind in these strange times. But of course we're not doctors, so please don't confuse our advice for medical advice. And though we approach these subjects with a slightly more light-hearted approach, please don't think we trivialise any of the topics we talk about because we certainly don't. But we do come at it from a different perspective, hence Thinking Outside the Box. Brit. Hi. Hi. Can I just say for the podcast, you're looking lovely today. Am I looking lovely? You well, you're looking lovely as well. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I feel you've said that for a reason. Yes, Tim's wearing his glasses, ladies and gents, and I uh, I find that very sexy. I've got my glasses on. Um, <laughs> I, I find it necessary to read my notes these days. <laughs> Well, you know, as you get a bit older, your faculties start to diminish look, slightly. You look hot. Just roll with it. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, okay. I'm glad you do embrace the glasses. Otherwise, I'd have a hell of a dilemma. I can't concentrate. I'm just, I'm just perving on you right now. I can't. Brilliant. Am I gonna, <laughs> am I gonna get a little bit less sarcasm from you today? Then? <laughs> no, never. No, I'm gonna say I'd be a bit of a full-on hope that one. Episode. 21. 21. Wow, it's old enough to drink in America. We've come of age. <laughs> me. Um, yeah, episode 21, amazing. I know. Amazing. Every every time we say the episode number, I think, cool, look at us still doing it. When we get to 100, let's do, let's do a live recording. Wow. <laughs> How do we do that on a... On a, on a budget. <laughs> on a budget, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out when it comes to it. I don't know how long in advance that's going to be. We started this in February on 21. By my maths, that makes it like sometime in 2042. Something like that. Excellent, <laughs> excellent maths. That's the usual quality of maths gone on there. Well, to be fair, no, it'd be over a year away, wouldn't it? Um, I think so. Something like that. Yeah. One every week, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Roughly. Well, we, when we take holidays. <laughs> yeah, we do take. We have to. We have to take the total of three weeks off in the twenty-one episodes. So I don't think we've done too bad. Though. No, we're no, necessary. It's necessary. And this one, we're actually ahead of the game because we're recording this in advance. Oh, don't tell people. <laughs> Norm- Christ's sake. Normally, the podcast that you hear has been uploaded like that 10, day. Yeah, ten. We, we've recorded it that day and quickly uploaded <laughs> it. So we're actually what we're a good few days ahead of the game now. yeah although if you're listening to this in the future this means nothing <laughs> no, it just means we can't be quite so topical as we normally would be. no well this is quite a topical episode isn't it it is yes because the subject of today's podcast is reopening anxiety as in you've closed the door on anxiety and now you're reopening the door on anxiety no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not that. No. I was about to say, well, obviously, the clue's in the name, it's obvious, but, but no. yet it isn't. <laughs> well, funny enough, so reopening anxiety is something I've been aware of for quite a while, obviously, with what I do. I talk about anxiety a lot. I see people for anxiety, but I wasn't actually calling it a specific name, um, and then it came into my awareness when we saw an advert at the cinema yes. where somebody in the advert was Googling something. And I don't know, it wasn't even related to Google, the advert, was it? No, it was, It well, I think it was actually. I think it was related oh. to Google because they were Googling other things. They were Googling like how to be happy, how to do this, how to uh, do that. Oh, yeah. Um, but one of the things was what is reopening anxiety? Um, and we thought that was interesting because as human beings, we, we love to label things, don't we? We love to give things a specific name. Yes, we do. And I feel with anxiety, that is a little bit of a culprit in terms of it's quite responsible for our anxieties being given a label or a condition or you know you know a yeah. tag that says oh you know maybe oh, let me google some symptoms oh it's, it's this, this sort of anxiety it's this sort of struggle you know and also what we're about to talk about i would just call 
anxiety and it's almost as if you know you you have each different variation of it so you can you know like pokemon collect them all you know it feels <laughs> it feels a bit like that whereas it, to me it's just this is just another form of anxiety yeah exactly well i, I saw a post on instagram recently it was talking about um driving anxiety and i'm like that's just anxiety yeah isn't it? exactly but, but your anxiety it's just about a around... specific thing yeah, yeah and yeah, this yeah. is the thing as well the funny thing about some things that are labeled as driving anxiety as well it's not being anxious about i can't drive or i'm gonna have an accident it's anxiety about having some anxiety episode whilst being at the in control of the vehicle oh interesting so it really is centered around anxiety in and of itself so, yeah and, and i think a lot of the time that's what we're talking about i do think you know reopening anxiety yeah okay let's give it a name because it is about a specific thing yeah okay but i, I, I agree with you that it's not like it's a separate condition or you know it's not like the delta variant of anxiety it's it's <laughs> just you know it's just that's what we're anxious about you yeah, know? yeah yeah um and, and i suppose what we're talking about to fill in the blanks is in the uk Yes. We are now rapidly approaching. Well, in England, anyway, in England. Oh, in, oh, God, yeah, I keep, I keep generalising yeah, about you. The devolved nations have their own rules. They You've got do, your own stuff they? going on over there, yeah. over the borders, <laughs> haven't you? It's very different. A country divided, it as they really say. It really is. Yeah. Um, but anyway, United so, Kingdom, no more. Well, I mean, oh, let's not go there. Let's not go there, for God's sake. But yeah, so basically, we are approaching yes. the official date mm. when, you know, rumour has it, we're just now released into the wild to, to go about our business as we were previously. As I said, and if you're listening to this in the future and this does happen on the 19th of July, you can go, ha-ha, Brit, see, we told you so. But I'm very, oh, God, I'm sceptical. I'm, I'm so sceptical. Well, because I remember in March when they said this is only going to be three weeks. So it's, you I said this last week. I know, that. I know, I know. But yes, no, we are. I, I feel like that time you were right when you said <laughs> it won't just be three weeks. Do you remember our friend had a three-week countdown on his wall? Yeah. Bless him. I, I remember <laughs> even then we were saying, I wouldn't worry about that. I, yeah. think, <laughs> I think that's going to be like when pe- in the cartoons when people are in prison and, and they scratch the, the numbers yeah, on, the, on the wall. Exactly that. Um, it's been a bit like that, to be fair, isn't it? Mm. But um, yeah, so that's... Uh, and and w- what we're saying basically is that this is causing uh, no small amount of anxiety in people as yes. we potentially kind of abandon all of our safety strategies that we've been kind of we've had imposed upon us you know yes. in some in some degrees and also you know some some voluntarily some uh, inconvenience obviously mm. i mean nobody wanted to go into a global pandemic i'm sure no. but um or maybe certain people did if you mm. believe the conspiracy theories oh don't let's not, let's not, let's not go this. we're not doing this it's we're getting a fine like, well, yeah we're not, here, we're, not we're not doing this um yeah but anyway so it's creating anxiety you know yes. the, the prospect of now I say going back to normal. So here's my take on it, okay? We've done this for a a really long time now. Mm. So March 2020, this all kicked off. Yes. We're currently in July 2021. Mm. We, it's, okay, how can I, I'm trying to figure out how the best way to word this. We're not just in a period and then we'll get back to normal. Mm. We have fundamentally changed as human beings over the past you know, 18 months. You're, you know, you're absolutely right. It's like we can't say the word normal now without putting air quotes up. Yes. You know I mean, it's, it's not like the word normal will just be accepted as a possibility. No. Because we do know we have changed. As yeah. I say, society has changed. Our outlook on how we interact with other human beings has changed. Yes. Certainly. And um, yeah, there's, there's certain things, as, as we always say when we're dealing with clients, there's certain things that you have learnt 
mm. in the last 12 to 18 months that have become your reality yeah that you're not going to unlearn yeah, yeah, they're, they're, yeah they're kind of they're new truths yeah so yeah. a lot of the time when we're looking to overcome fears or anxieties we're looking to update the map of reality that your mind is operating on yes and we're going to do that hopefully with truth mm. not with with blind optimism or positivity but <laughs> no actually you thought this was a huge concern when turns out yeah. you can cope with these sorts of challenges you know and so we we can let go of those fears but mm. what we're talking about is that thing that happens when we go through something that we might regard as traumatic yes which i think we legitimately can call yeah. the, the last year and a bit as traumatic where your mind learns something learns to be concerned about something and doesn't easily let that go no and you know don't they say it takes what is it? How many days to form a habit? It depends. Some people say thirty days of doing the same thing yeah, yeah, every yeah. day. Well, um, you know what I mean? We've we've all formed new habits. Yeah. yeah. You know, to the point where you know I come in. <laughs> this makes me sound so scummy. Like, but it like, oh, go on. Know, no, you know what I mean? Like, I come in. I make sure I wash my hands. Or if I'm out, I'm you yeah. know I'm constantly. And you know, it's not like I never washed my hands before this. You know, yes. I, I knew how to wash my hands, but I feel like it's it's a, a higher level you know and there are some people that you know to this day are still like um washing their shopping and stuff like that yeah. now I, I never did that I'll be honest hmm. not out of you know oh I don't think I don't think Rona's that bad not because because I'm just lazy as fuck and I, <laughs> and I just I I actively refused to wash every can of baked beans that came into my house because I'm, I just yeah. I'm like well I'm sure it'll be fine I was kind you, of you in that, that school yeah, of thought. Do, we, we do have that sort of vibe don't we? we have that attitude i suppose of like oh i'm sure it'll be all right yeah. you know, and i suppose everyone has that to a certain degree but yeah. um yeah i think i think you're right i think one thing we've learned probably i, I know when i was at school in biology mm. i studied you know i studied we covered the transmission of germs yeah, and bacteria. I don't think we did anything useful. Well, to be, I, I'm sure, but we did. Yeah. But I don't remember any oh. details. I don't, I don't remember that classroom where we were talking about it. But well, you went to a grammar school, didn't you? Oh yeah, we learned a lot of things at grammar I school. I've forgotten school. more than I learned. I feel. Um, but then, at the same time, we've all become much more aware mm. about the potential transmission of germs, haven't mm. we? In, in in recent times, and also these days. They can illustrate what happens in super slow mo when you sneeze. And I stuff know like that's that. disgusting, isn't it? It's just disgusting. Yeah. But also, so this it's no uh, it's no secret that I'm not a big fan of people in general. Right. In general. In just... general. Like so, persons. I like I like persons. I have I have okay. friends. Persons. Like I like individual people. Yes. But people as a whole. Yeah. I do not have time for the people the people yeah. so uh it's too peoply out there it's that kind of thing so yeah. for me and this is really funny so at the very start of all of this at the start of the, the panini mm. um my friend said to me oh well you'll be all right because you're an introvert and I'm like I'm an introvert but I don't want to be on my own just <laughs> like don't yeah. just put me in a room and lock the door well no this is exactly it it's not you can't just you can't just categorize people you know left and right black mm. or white introvert extrovert because everyone's had their own challenges during this time mm. um and, and we all have our own particular set of circumstances that make us feel safe or happy or fulfilled etc yes. and yeah I think it's fair to say that we're all on our own unique journey here in terms of how we we view you know the panda pop and how we get out <laughs> the other side of it but um but yeah and, and I think as well I was going to say I was going to say something about um something that's gone out of my mind but, um, <laughs> well I'll, I'll just I'll just slip in here fill and I'll, have I'll a just thing. fill yeah. so what I mean by like obviously 
me not liking being around people too much mm. is that I've obviously now become hyper aware of anyone next to me or in my vicinity. Yes. You yeah, know, yeah. so I imagine that when it gets to the point where social distancing doesn't have to necessarily mm. be a thing anymore, I'm still going to feel like, oh, you're a bit close to me. Yeah, we, we now have a sudden, in, we are suddenly aware of that invisible two metre bubble. Around yeah, us, I was going to say, we? my bubble used to be about a metre. Yeah. And then it became two metres. And yeah. now I think I'm going to struggle to to bring yeah. that bubble in. Yesterday when we were out in Rochester and that dude in Costa was a bit close to me. I, was like, <laughs> I'm not, I didn't see this because I was outside. Well, I'm not thinking, oh, you're going to give me COVID, aren't you? Because, you know, I'm not thinking that, but I am thinking... Oh, you don't seem to be doing social distancing, do you, sir? You know, it's almost like a, a frustration or an annoyance rather than a fear. That's my thing when we go out. Because now when we go out, I reckon pff, 60, 75% of people still wearing masks. We are, absolutely, because it's the law, because it's what we're supposed to be yeah. doing. But there's a good chunk of people who aren't. And yeah. I'm looking at them. And I'm not looking at them thinking, oh, you're irresponsible in the realms of co- uh, coronavirus. Yeah. I'm looking at them going, look, mate, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. You should be uncomfortable <laughs> as well. We're yeah. all meant to be uncomfortable together, sir. If you yeah, could yeah. please put your mask on, thank you. Exactly, yeah. I get but more indignant about that than the, I do. The thing, I remember what it was. I was going to oh, say, because yeah. when we first met, yes. and I, I noticed how uh, adept you were on the internet oh, yes. in terms of you know operating your social media. So you stalked and me online. Is no, what no, no. Saying? What I mean was that when we were... Anything we had to do on computers and you were like... Yeah. <laughs> you like data out of, out of Star Trek Next Gen. I'm it was just like, a bit quicker than you. Fingers were a blur. <laughs> well, you know, compared to me. I'm like... Um, you're like... You've, you're like dial up, mate. <laughs> but if, you, if you've seen uh, Zootopia with the sloths in, in the, the, the DVD, yeah, and they're like moving, oh, that's me on the computer <laughs> compared to you. But anyway, and I, I said, Oh, you're really good on the internet, aren't you? And I remember you saying, Yeah, I mean, I'm fine on the internet, I'm just no good at the outernet. And, <laughs> and the way you described your fact that you weren't comfortable around people. I'm not. People, people think because they see me online and because mm. they hear me doing this podcast and they see videos of me and they think, Oh, well, she's. She's outgoing. She's confident. Mm. No, I'm really not. I'm happy mm. in my own little space. Yeah. But if you put me in a room full of people that I don't know, I will be that person in the corner hiding behind my coffee cup waiting until it's time to go. Look, here's the thing, right? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge that, yeah? I believe you have two modes when it comes to being in a room full of people you don't know. Go on. You either then become extroverted and you start to interact and get quite loud or you're no longer in the room. Wait. You're gone. <laughs> yeah, you've gone I home. Think, <laughs> I think that depends on the uh, zero to PIMS ratio. But, well, this is the thing. You, you don't, <laughs> it's, it's more of a binary black or white response that you have rather than a, oh, I felt, you know, I, I got to know some people. I yeah. relaxed a bit. It's like you're either going to go all in and people are going to say, oh, she's so extroverted. She's life and soul, that one. Or <laughs> they're going to be like, where's Brit? She's vanished. <laughs> she's she's, she's going to lie down, isn't she? That sort of thing. But, don't. I always have to have. So whenever we have our parties or we have mm. get togethers I will always disappear for a for a little period of time no no matter how many people are around it depends on how long the evening is but when we have our parties that start at like seven and end at like 11 (laughs) so for that what's that five hours four hours I don't know but I will disappear for at least 20 minutes yeah and then for my birthday we had recently we had some people in our courtyard because we were and it was just a handful of people it was all within covid restrictions um but I disappeared for about 10, 15 minutes because yeah. I just needed a little bit of time. It, it depends, right? If if you vanish near the sort of start to mid of the evening, mm. I know you're like, oh, she's got a bit people-y. She's going to <laughs> sit down in the quiet room. Yeah? Yes. Whereas if it's a bit later on, I'm like, 
She's she not coming might, back. She might, have, she might have gone to bed now. She might have been either, or she might be laying on a sofa somewhere passed out. There could I, be, I can remember on the once, I can remember once we had a party and I had a little bit of drink and I just wanted everyone to leave and I went on with my pyjamas on. You did, yeah. And you said, <laughs> you'll make one appearance in your pyjamas and then a short brief appearance just to let people know, this is me now, I'm done. I'm going to bed, yeah. get out of my house. Brilliant, yeah. I remember the first birthday party that I threw for you when we first knew each other, where we were in, in a field. field, yeah. And I found you around the back of the tent that we'd put up, the little marquee we'd put up, uh, sitting on the floor. And I said, you're right. So you were like, I want people to go now. <laughs> and you, were like, you were like a six-year-old. It was like, no. I'd had I enough. Yeah. I have a very short window to be sociable. And if you don't catch me in that window, you may as well. I, I, you're doing yourself a disservice there. You are actually very, very good and sociable. Do you remember when I told you I didn't like people and you didn't believe me and then you said, oh no, she actually <laughs> doesn't like <laughs> Well, I think, you know, you paint you paint a bit of a stark picture, but you are, you know, you, you, you're the, the consummate hostess when we throw a party as well. As long as I can disappear for 20 minutes. That's it, yeah. Maybe that's why you'd rather host than go somewhere else because you know <gasps> you can disappear. That's it. Is that it? Is that, that is the revelation? It. Yes. Yeah. At least, because then I'm in control yeah. of my surroundings. Yeah. And I also know, you know, I know where the fridge is if I'd like an extra snack. <laughs> you know, I can... Those home comforts. I can just make myself water without someone judging me for how much water I drink. Look, I think you deserve to be judged for how much water you drink, yeah? (laughs) I Um, drink a lot of water. We we were around our uh, our friend Gemma's the other day, and I've known... How long have we known each other? Eight Eight years? years, Yeah. yeah. So I know you drink a lot of water. It's a thing. We comment on it. We remark about it. (laughs) But I wasn't quite aware of it as much as I feel I should have been, because when we were at Gemma's house, and, and Britt had to ask for another glass of water... You must have asked for 15 times in the space of a couple of hours we were there. Gemma looked worried. She was like, is there something, do you have a condition? Is there something that's, you know, I should know I about? I like to be hydrated. Don't you though? Anyway. Anyway, but right, I've got two pages of notes here. We're on line one at the moment, so I feel like we need to step this up Yeah, a bit no, and, let's, let's you know. stop telling stories. Right, go yeah, on. Yeah. Um, okay. So why? So why? why? Is that what you've seen the word why on my notes? Yeah. Um, so why do we feel anxious about returning to the, in inverted commas, Air quotes, the norm. that norm, yeah. Um, I've got three reasons here. So, you know, I, I like to do a little bit of Googling so that it's not just my yes. opinion that comes out of, uh, oh, of my Oh, I, I have no notes in front of me, listeners. I just go with whatever comes to the top of my mind. I, I just like you riffing and, and your opinion <laughs> just coming out un- unadulterated, unfiltered, <laughs> you know. Um, but anyway, so one of the things, anxiety about the unknown future. Yes. So things have changed, as we've just pointed out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just it's not just about health as well. I think we, we've probably just spoken about health concerns. Habits and as well. Habits, yeah. Um, and, and society and business mm. and things mm. like that. Because a lot of, um, well, I say a lot of, probably there's not a single business on the planet that hasn't had to pivot and adapt and in some way... Change something. Yeah, evolve, I suppose, is what you A lot of say. people are going to be working from home now. Yeah, That's going to carry on for a lot of like office-based jobs as well. well uh, so I've got a friend who's an accountant, uh, an actual accountant, not a TikTok not accountant. Not a spicy accountant. Not a spicy accountant. <laughs> So you taught me that internet lingo that I didn't understand. Um, if you don't understand that, just, just Google it. <laughs> Why do TikTokers, what do TikTokers call accountants? An accountant. yeah. um, but the, and her business, mm. she's had a lot of her staff working from home. Yes. And I was chatting with her the other day. She said, yeah, you know what? Probably we're going to stay like that because mm. there's no point in, how, in paying for this premises when we've realised, yeah, you we can do it. things. Yeah. We can have our staff meetings on Zoom. It's all pretty easy going. And I said Zoom have made out like a bandit, haven't Zoom, they? Oh, I didn't mean you could. Are we, are we pointing the finger at Zoom for this <laughs> pandemic? Um, but, and I made the point that remember when your staff applied to work at your, your company? Yeah. 
they had a certain setup there. It was an office environment. Yeah. yeah? And you're effectively renting now space in their home every yeah. day. And and I, I, I'm interested in... I don't know the dynamic of of everything that's changing, you mm. know. And I think there's there's a certain amount of anxiety surrounding the way things have had to adapt. Maybe we might not want to go back to normal, or we might want to return to normal, and we're not going to get the same systems and processes in our businesses, in our life, in place, yeah, because of what we've learned during the last eighteen months. No, exactly. Um, and, and I think that's that's a, I mean, a very real concern about the unknown nature of what's going to happen in the future. And I'm not mm. just saying, uh, you know, we've referenced businesses there, but it is about all sorts of things. Like, yeah. uh, as in, are we actually going to fully go back to normal? Yes. Are we are we always going to be wearing masks? Yeah. Are we always going to be getting our top up vaccines every year, like flu, like flu you know, yeah, things like yeah. that? Um, this... There's a there's a lot of unknowns at the moment, and especially yeah. especially in the UK because obviously this has come. I don't. I hate to use the word, but this has come straight off the back of Brexit. Mm. So there just seems to me a lot of uncertainty yes. in the country at the moment. And yeah. not even just in the country, but, you know, different countries have got their own things going on. Like mm. Canada is experiencing these ridiculous heats for the first time. Brazil mm. is experiencing snow for the first time. It's yeah. like the day after tomorrow over uh, yeah, there. I believe that's how that film began. It yes. really did. <laughs> so but I feel like, you know, in, in every country there's just something going on. And it feels like even mm. though we are technically, at, you know, at peacetime, as they would call it in the history books. Yes. It is a massive period of uncertainty, and I mm. feel all of this pandemic has come at that time as well. Mm. So there's just, you know, when people, honestly, I question people who are not feeling anxious right now. Well, yeah, you, it's a I'm good like, point. what's your secret, hun? What are you doing? What's yeah. going on? And all the usual, like, everyday concerns, you know, because every day the news has got something on it that apparently we need to be concerned about, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Um, and now it's all on top of that is the pandemic yeah. yeah because it's like there's there's all the same usual concern like you say what's mm. going on with the weather that's weird isn't it you yeah, know? yeah um and why we... are the bees disappearing you know that kind of stuff well who, who's stealing them exactly exactly um and yeah, so all those sorts of things mm. we might have legitimate oh that's interesting i'm a bit concerned about that yeah, but it's yeah. on top of this massive global event that's going on so mm. inevitably it's a bit it's a bit vexing mm. you know what i mean so in a, yeah like it's a, you bit, say, a bit overwhelming yeah it's overwhelming is, is the the way most people have been experiencing it and it's mm. funny during us not funny but you know it's it's interesting <laughs> <laughs> what a laugh it was when when that disaster struck um but no it's um it's interesting to see that even though most of us when the lockdown began we didn't have as much to do mm. it didn't stop us feeling overwhelmed yes and in fact overwhelm the cases of overwhelm, I say the cases like it's reported, like I'm, like there's triage at yeah, my clinic yeah. or something. But there was more people complaining of overwhelm after the start of the lockdown, when yeah. in theory we were meant to have all this time on our hands and be like, oh well, I can't do all those. Oh, I can't. Do I, can, my I can learn Latin. I can. I yeah. can start painting. I can. It's exactly. like I'm just trying to survive each day. <laughs> Thank you. But I mean, but that's the thing. It's the emotional toll yeah, that it takes, yeah, yeah. isn't it? But yeah. So there's. Anxiety about the future is one of the concerns. Obviously, safety concerns. We've yes. mentioned, you know, yeah. perhaps people are looking at the government saying, let's all go back to licking each other, etc., whatever <laughs> it might be. Um, and they're saying, I don't think that's safe because mm. you've been telling me for the last 18 months not to do that. I think there's going to come a point where they're going to say, okay, from this point, there will be there'll be no restrictions. There'll be this, that, and the other. You don't have to wear masks. You don't have to social distance and blah mm. blah blah. But I think there will be a lot of people mm. going. Mm, I think I'm going to still do it. Thanks. Yeah. I think I'm going to still do it. And I am all for that. I'm all for to do whatever makes you feel comfortable. Because yeah. I can remember when this started, mm. and we were in Blue Water Shopping Centre. This is before everything 
got locked down, I think, or it was, I can't remember when, but you and I were the only people I could see wearing masks, wearing face coverings. Yeah, it was around the time when masks were just starting to be recommended. But yeah, they were advised yeah, at the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I know I felt a damn sight safer with it on than with it off. Yeah. But, you know, people's attitudes change, the way people feel about yep. these sorts of things change. But I'm very much of the opinion of, look, if you, if you want to wear a mask on public transport and you want to make sure you're two metres away from people and you want to wash mm. your shopping when it comes in, if that helps you mm. in any way, shape or form, then do it. You know, well, so don't, don't buy into what other people do. Just do what makes you feel safe. Well, like you look at the, the more heavily populated countries, like the Asian countries, mm. and for years they've been habitually many of the population wearing masks outdoors because of pollution yes yeah, yeah exactly so it's not you know that's the norm to mm. wear a mask so will it become the norm to wear masks for us even though it's not mandatory now? well this is this is the this is one of the things causing anxiety it's the yeah. uncertainty yeah exactly and and then because the other thing i've noticed is that we feel a lot of people have felt very challenged by people doing something different to them yes so if you're if you've been wearing a mask and other people aren't then you're a bit sort of, mm, there might be annoyance, there might be, you know, a little bit of frustration I told there. you I'm annoyed that, that I'm uncomfortable and they're not. That's the, <laughs> that's the but then you've got people who aren't wearing masks who might be, I mean, you had that person walk past you near the start of this whole thing yeah. where you were wearing a mask and they they said really loud, unnecessary. I know. Like that. And it's like, I was well, standing in a queue for Krispy Kreme. I'm like, mind your business, Sandra. I'm just trying to get a glazed donut. Go about your day. <laughs> I think anyone should interrupt your quest to get a glazed donut. Oh, exactly. Personally. Nobody has that right. <laughs> but that, this is the point. So, you know, there's there's certain things where if we do still have some people continuing to do it, some people not, mm. there might that kind of culture anger. Clash. Yeah, the cu- culture clash is exactly the right way of putting it. Yeah. Mm. And we might be exposed to that every day. So, you, you just know, have what are we going to do about that? Honestly, I think the one thing that quells any anxiety about what other people are doing, mm. mind your business. Yeah, yeah. Just focus on you because mm. there are going to be people that believe certain things and agree with certain things that you don't necessarily agree with. And yeah. honestly, the way to the quickest way to get peace is to mind your business. Yeah. Because and I'm not saying that in a mind your business. Don't talk to them. I'm saying mm. it as a that's the best thing for you to do because yeah. I've noticed this about me mm. that I have seen people that I follow on social media who are saying things that I vehemently disagree with. Yeah, yeah. And I find myself just getting angry because. But also then it's like, what's the point of my anger? I'm not going to change their mind. Mm -hmm. They're not going to change my mind. Mm. Let's just go about our day and focus on what we're doing. This is the thing. We we don't engage. We don't don't feel the need to get involved. Mm. Not because they are right or they're wrong. but because we deserve to be at peace yeah. from, on a day-to-day basis. You know, we have that question that we always, <coughs> that we always say to ourselves, um, what do you need to do? What do you need to do? Yeah, what, what do you have to do in this circumstance? Would it help? Yeah, well, exactly. And a lot of the yeah. time, yeah, 99% of the time, you ask yourself that question in a situation where you're wondering, what should I do about that? Yeah. And you ask your question, the question, well, what do I need to do? Yeah. The answer's nothing. Just the way I see it is, is just, just live your life and <clears throat> people will either you know agree with what we're doing or not like in the same way that I sit because I'm you know I'm vegetarian you're vegetarian we don't eat meat in this house Mm -hmm. I don't preach to people I'm not like oh you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do that because at the end of the day I'd love it if everyone became vegetarian but equally it's none of my business it's exactly like if so the whole wearing masks or not wearing masks thing Mm. it's exactly like imagine if you went into down the town into the street and everyone was wearing the shirt of the political party that they they voted for, huh. then instantly you're confronted mm. with loads of people. You're very aware that their ideals are different to yours, mm. and potentially that could cause annoyance, yeah, or certainly impact upon <clears> you emotionally. <throat> and where it's like 
you're either wearing a mask or you're not. Mm. We've had to deal with that over the last few months mm. because we're looking at people who might we might disagree with, might know without even talking to them or interacting with them. Ah, we're different people, aren't we? Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And we've got to. <clears throat> I've always always spoken about the the value of simply focusing on your stuff rather than other people's stuff. But yes. it seems like it's become of absolute paramount importance in the mm. last 18 months because you can't avoid that awareness of other people having different opinions to you. And social media enhances all of that as well, unfortunately, as we've said before. Um, okay, and the third thing, though, I think that we, we should probably mention as well, the other reason why we've got that kind of reopening anxiety is because some are just happier slightly more isolated mm. not having to do so much interaction yeah. working from home not having to, to go out quite so much not being asked to events to, to see people yeah they just some people just prefer it yeah exactly well, we talked about the introvert extrovert yes. um separation thing um and a lot of the so <laughs> during the um during the panini i've <laughs> seen a lot of extroverts yes who are struggling with the isolation of yes. lockdown Whereas normally I would be seeing more introverted characters mm. who are feeling socially anxious with, with interactions. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think there's um, <laughs> potentially every situation is going to be challenging for different people. Yeah, for different reasons as well. Because, yeah. you know, I am finding that there are people that are, you know, who aren't looking forward to maybe going back to the office or going back to their commute because they've, mm. they've enjoyed sort of more being at home time, time with their kids, time with their partner, yeah, you know, and stuff like course, that. Yeah. But then some people who... Uh, can't wait to get back. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to escape the family environment. But this is the thing. So here's an example in terms of something that I realised I was thinking about the other day. Mm. So when we went into lockdown and I started to run all of my trainings online, I yes. see all my clients online, and very quickly, you and I were speaking about me, I'm like, this is this is better. Yeah, there's this a, is how we there's want There's a lot less to manage. You know, when I want to run a training, I just run a training. I don't have to worry about biscuits, venue. You know, but <laughs> I know the biscuits was the <laughs> top first. Of the list, you know? Not your training, not your content. But, but, biscuits. But this is the thing. Brilliant. You don't realise how much you've got to manage when yeah. you've got to book a venue and, and mm -hmm. arrange all of that sort of stuff. Rather than just saying, right, here's the link, be online at this time. Make you're, sure you're dressed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, at least from the <laughs> from waist, waist up. up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like, I'm thinking... I, I want to keep doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But are people, whereas before, they're like, of course, I understand it's all online at the moment. Yes. Are they still going to understand that it's online? Yeah, Or yeah. are they going to say, well, I'll go and train with somebody who does face-to-face face -face, stuff? Yeah. yeah. Well, you're just going to have to wait We're going to have to find out. <laughs> but this is the thing. I can't, I can't affect that. Can no. I? I can't influence that. I've just got to wait and find out. Mm. And, and this is what we're talking about with a lot of anxieties, aren't they? The mm. what-ifs. And that's the problem. That's yeah. what causes the most anxiety, I feel. Especially, mm. for me, I'm, obviously, I can only talk about my own experience. Mm. I don't consider myself, it's funny, I don't consider myself an anxious person yeah but I do consider myself someone who will fall into the hole of anxiety quite easily yeah I'll go quickly from oh everything's fine to oh my god nothing's fine and and I'll and I'll yeah. I'll spiral quite quickly yeah but I do come out of it I feel just just as quickly. Yeah, well, I think you've got very good at sort of pausing and and, and interrupting that process so yeah. that you don't continue to spiral down. And I think it used to be a lot worse. Absolutely, lot worse. yeah. I mean, even, I mean, you were a lot worse before I met you in terms of you told me about the journey mm. you've been on to improve your responses. And I feel you've come a long way in the time I've known. It sounds really patronising. <laughs> you've come a long way, <laughs> love. Well done. Well, I can remember when things reopened the first time mm. and we went out to the shop. So this is... The shops all reopened. Oh my god! I've just realised it was July the fourth last year. I think 
Really? There's it was your, like a year ago. Your computer-like memory again. It's July the 4th today, as we're recording oh this. Oh my God. I know, oh my God. Universe. Um, I know, and, and the shops had sort of reopened, and we went to go pick something up, mm. and I remember at the time thinking, oh, going out the first week, the shops are opening, is this a good idea? Because yes, the shops had been shut that. since March, yeah. and we were like, no, I'm sure it'll be fine, and I can remember, so Blue Water is our big shopping centre that's near us, other shopping centres yeah. are available, yeah. and I can remember standing on the concourse upstairs um, by the escalator at Blue Water mm. and having as close to what I recognise as borderline panic attack mm. and going, I need to get out of it, I need to get out of it. And I yeah. felt massively, I felt like the best way I can describe it is, you know, like in a cartoon when yeah. you just see like everything zoom in on someone's face. <laughs> I felt like that. I felt like camera one had just zoomed in on my face. Yes. Everything else was blurry and I was like, I need to get out of this situation. Zoom in on Brit looking anxious. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I remember that vividly and oh. I thought at the time, you know, I, I, I remember thinking, right, yeah, let's just go because mm. it's not, it's not worth. I mean, okay, we might be standing there thinking, oh, we shouldn't be feeling this way. This yeah, is just because yeah. we're out of this habit and that sort of thing. Yeah. But I remember thinking <clears> then, I thought, you know what, it's not, it's let's not just go. Let, yeah, let's just yeah. do what, what is right for you at the time. Because I do feel like, even at that time, we were both very aware that it was okay if you were starting to feel a bit anxious in a crowd in that environment because mm. it was unusual and it flew, you know, it sort of flew in the face of everything that we'd been being told yes. for a long time. Yeah. And it's okay to take your time and, and take the steps in the, yeah. uh, the speed you need to. Well, the think. problem was then I then started getting anxious. Oh my God, is this how I'm going to feel when I'm around people now? Yeah. And then I that sort of See, read its own in, in cone concerns. That's the big problem. Yeah. When we start experiencing higher levels of anxiety for whatever reason, mm. when we haven't before, and that, that little doubt in the back of our mind, is this how I am now? Yes. And I think it's important to, to realise that no, it isn't. And, mm. and I can say that with all confidence, no matter what situation anyone listening to this is in, in yeah. terms of having experienced anxiety, um, fresh or new yeah everything in terms of our emotional responses it always evolves it mm. always and, and any feeling passes yeah oftentimes the only thing that locks us into those higher levels of response is the anxiety about <laughs> is this who i am now is yeah, this, is this yeah, how yeah. it's going to be so we tend to do that hyper vigilant monitoring of our own responses yes. and our own feelings and it just creates the anxiety we're trying to avoid you i tell know? you i'm the worst of that at four o'clock in the morning yeah, I think most people are in the middle of the night, to be fair. You know, it's called the witching hour. I call it the anxiety hour. It's just, I get up and I get up and I go for a wee because, you know, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know I have a tiny bladder. But because you drink so much no, blooming not, water. No, I'm getting dehydrated. I mean... anyway, anyway, anyway. You may be able to sense this is an ongoing discussion. <laughs> it's only because Tim drinks maybe a thimble full of water. And then sometimes if he's feeling a bit headachey, I'm like, have some water. And honestly, it's like I've just told him to drink acid. He's like... I'll have a packet of crisps or a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who did who said that? Was it Russell Brand? I can't remember someone that was like, you know, we're eighty percent water. Why have we got to drink so much of it then? <laughs> Why can't we just have a bag of crisps? <laughs> We're basically with the same amount of water, I think, as a cucumber. I think yeah. we're cucumbers with anxiety. With anxiety. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, that might be what I call this the subtitle of this podcast. Cucumbers with anxiety, um, brilliant. Anyway, but no, I get up to everywhere and I come back and I lay in bed, and then all of a sudden my brain's just like, Psst, mm. hey, <laughs> you're awake. And I'm like, of course I'm awake. What do you want? It's like, there's something to be anxious about. <laughs> I'm like, 
Thanks. <laughs> Look, I tell you, I tell you what that is. Okay, if you, I, I get this a lot. People talking about this a lot, and mm. I, I'm, I'm not immune to that either. Mm. If I'm gonna get anxious or worried about anything, anxious, nervous, worried. Exactly. It's gonna be in those early hours of the morning. Yeah. Because I tend to think, right, all the stuff that's fine, mm. that is not a problem, you don't have to think about. When you go to sleep, those bits of your mind, they go to sleep. They, yeah. they get their heads down and get some rest. It's the bits that still have things to ponder or things that still need doing mm. that remain awake. And so when you become conscious, they're the bits that are right up in your face saying, all right, <laughs> we need to do this thing, don't we? And it's just, I think it's a very natural response. And I've noticed as well over the last, God, it's probably in the last couple of years, because yeah. I, I suppose I pay more attention now to what's going on because yeah. I ponder these things. That's, that's what keeps me awake at night. Um, I've noticed how different my perspective is mm. when I've just woken in the middle of the night or at four or five in the morning compared to three or four hours later when I'm up and about and I'm oh, fully compass mentis. Yeah. Know? Do you find that you think of the things you were thinking in the middle of the night and you're like, what the f- what Yeah, doing? why What's on earth that? was I worried about <laughs> yeah. that? You know, yeah, they seem, they seem almost fantastical in their yeah. concern. But at the time, you're like, oh my God, I need to do that tomorrow, don't I? I sure need to take care you, of that. It reminds me of when you wake up in the middle of the night and you see all of your clothes on that chair that's always in the corner of your room covered in clothes. It's the, it's the clothes that aren't dirty enough to go into the laundry basket, but they're not quite clean enough to go back into the cupboard. It's those clothes. Am, and in I'm the always... corner of your eye, it almost looks like a demon or it looks like a person or it looks like someone sitting there judging you or it just looks like something. And then you're like, oh, and then you see it in the cold it light of day. It looks like someone's sitting there judging you. <laughs> that's brilliant. And then you wake up in the cold light of day and it's like, oh, it's just my clothes. Yeah. It's that. Brilliant. That'd be a great horror film, wouldn't it? <laughs> he's come to judge you. <laughs> There's just he's not like he screams at you or stabs you, he just goes That hair colour, is it? Yeah. Oh. Oh, interesting. <laughs> um Judgy Judgerson. Yeah. Judgy McJudgerson. <laughs> anyway. He's Scottish. <laughs> Brilliant. Um yeah, so that but this you're absolutely right. This is this is the thing that um we we have certain anxieties in the middle of the night when mm. our when we're not fully conscious that that when we wake up just don't seem to be that much of a concern yeah. and um to get it back on track though um I said I don't think we've gone off track but you know <laughs> what I mean um I think we've been um that was one thing I wanted to talk about I think we've done quite well you said this to me the other day I say you've done quite well we're not sitting here smugly thinking well I'm fine thank you very much <laughs> but I know that we've worked hard to keep going out mm. I think since that time when we were aware we hadn't been out for a while and we went to Blue Water ne- like, nearly two months we hadn't really yeah. left the house apart from to walk down to the the water which is a five minute walk and back again yeah we had not left the house for like two months because that's yeah. what we were told to do so you know we yeah. didn't we didn't do it and it's difficult when you know you, tra- you retrain your mind mm. to have a certain way of doing things and a certain amount of things that are comfortable yes um going and- to big Tesco was an adventure it, well, that was just queuing for an hour to get mm. in. That was that was remarkable. That was. I remember queuing at Big Tesco, yeah. and I was texting you because you stayed in the car because you'd only put and one person was only allowed one to go in. in. Yeah, but I needed to leave the house, so I came, went with you and stayed in the car. Yeah, and and I was texting you saying I've seen two masks or three masks. You know, we, I was looking yeah, around to see yeah. who's wearing a mask and who isn't, and mm. it was very much early days of it all. Mm. And I remember being in Tesco's, and you know when you like you talk yourself into like feeling ill. You know? <laughs> and whenever anyone was like you get that thought of oh I've got <clears throat> I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not coughing yeah. that, you know you, you suddenly thought I'm going to yeah. catch corona at any yeah, moment yeah, you know? yeah. and um, yeah and it was it was a weird time mm. but I think we were we were quite good after that 
because we started to deliberately go places, you know, according yeah, not to... Not with people, just like, no, no, like out and... Doing what we could. In the yeah. fresh air, yeah. And I remember sometimes, I mean, we'd even at times just been for a drive just to go out and stretch our legs and be somewhere else, you know, because mm. there wasn't a lot that we were allowed to do. No. But we, we always tried to sort of, within the boundaries of what we felt was fair... And safe. Yeah, and safe. We tried to just get out the, the front door. Yeah, we had like know. a drive through McDonald's in a, an abandoned hotel car park once, didn't we? We did, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Memories. What a, what a date that was. <laughs> you take me to all the best places. But, you know, but this is the thing. It's like, because we did recognise that it doesn't necessarily have to be real, legitimate, rationalised concerns. Mm. It just is. We've fallen out of the habit of yes. going places. And, and it's so important that people recognise that as we go into this reopening phase, mm. of course it's going to feel weird. Absolutely. That's a natural feeling. But people obviously, need, they need to remember as well that despite what they may think and believe that will I be like this forever no no like you know you were everything that you were scared about mm. mostly you know you've done the thing mm. you've overcome it you've lived to fight another day you exactly know? I think as well people often have concerns that they've broken something yes in their, I think when people suffer with with panic for, for a phase they think I think I think something broke then or I did too much or, yeah, or yeah, I, yeah. you can't do that that's mm. not a thing so it doesn't matter how long you isolate for nothing about your response is irretrievable mm. um, you, you've simply adopted the appropriate emotional response for your situation absolutely which is probably to regard just going out and you know interacting with people without as, concern yeah. as inappropriate yeah. which for a while it has been hasn't it mm. you know? so um so what i wanted to do i've, I've jotted down oh yeah five top tips and advice in nice. terms of I, we've sort of talked about them but i always think it's a good idea just to clarify them for people in terms of five things that we can bear in mind or we can do or we can action yeah that will help us go through this reopening phase with well hopefully minimize any anxiety in that situation yeah go right? for it what you got what you got for me first one i've got i think you'll like this one Hope you like all of them. First one, um, take your time hmm. in terms of take the time you need to feel comfortable doing the things that you're doing. Yeah, don't feel pressured by what other people are doing. Precisely. And social media, God knows. Yeah. Don't well, feel pressured by You're that. going to have people on your social media saying, oh, you know, just get on with it or it's all over now or something. You or know, you'll see people like go to parties and like do, do the things. and Exactly. And you might not feel comfortable doing that doesn't mean you're doing it wrong mm. because as much as this whole pandemic has been a shared experience that we've gone through we've all gone through our own very unique journey through that same um, ocean different boats yeah exactly so we've got to we've got to allow ourselves the time to take the steps that we need to take mm. at the speed we want to take them absolutely know? we always say this don't we that even if i'm walking out of the door mm. if somebody pushes me from behind i will resist that push yeah because yeah. they're trying to make me go faster than i was planning to go yeah yeah so we don't want to create resistance to the process, neither do we want to be beating ourselves up Absolutely. if we're going slower or faster yeah. than the other people around us, yeah. you know? But also I would caveat that as well with whatever side of the fence you're on, if you're mm. going slower, if you're going faster, mm. just have a bit of patience for those around you yeah. because not everyone is going to feel the same way that you feel. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, right, second, second thing I want to talk about... Um, Remind yourself of your own resilience. Oh, nice. Well, I always say this, don't I? We're not anxious about the thing. We're anxious about our perceived ability to cope with the thing. Yeah. So I think a lot of the time when we see, I don't know, the, the unknown looming before us, what's going to happen, the uncertainty, we're really questioning, am I going to be able to handle it? Mm. Yeah. And I think we've got Cognitive to remind... assessment. Exactly, the cognitive set. Thank you, babe. Yeah. That's, that's, I'm pleased that you were. So, would you believe you do actually listen to what I say? 
And it's not so much listen, it's hear it all the time. Hear it, yeah, can't escape it. Can't escape it. Um, but yeah, so you're gonna you're gonna you might question, can I deal with this? Remind yourself what you've been through was a lot more challenging than the, again, in air quotes, returning to normal phase, yes, yeah? Absolutely. The actual adapting to what's going on. And I guarantee in the last 18 months, you've faced more challenges than you will be facing when you come out of that phase. Yes. So even though it may seem very strange, it may feel, feel uncomfortable at times, and you may at times doubt whether things are going to be okay, yeah. you will handle it. You will deal with it. Um, You've survived 100% of your days so far. You can keep going. Superb, yeah. Okay, so, always, so never forget to do that. And that's, that's I, th- I think, is the, is the key thing that people miss, mm. is that when they're feeling anxious about something, they might do a lot of work on trying to rationalise what it is they're feeling anxious about mm. and kind of talk it through in their own mind so it doesn't seem so bad. Mm. The best work we can do is just remind yourself that you're pretty fierce and you've got through a lot and you can handle it. Absolutely. Yeah? Even yeah. even the things that have challenged you, even the things that have knocked you down, you got back up and you got back up stronger as well. Yes. So let's let's always have faith in ourselves, you know, even mm. if we if we can't possibly have faith in what's gonna happen in the future, mm. let's make sure that we realise we've probably got all the things we need to deal with it. You know? mm. Um third one, embrace the good changes. Go on. I can see you're not sold on this one straight away Um, there are certain things about the adaptations that we've made Mm. and we might keep them not because oh we're limited but oh we recognise that's an improvement I tell you what I do like go on people not sitting next to me in a restaurant Well, that might change, I, though. Oh, I know, but but the fact that there's a bit of plexiglass separating me and Spitty McSpitterson on the next table. <laughs> Another Scottish character. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm just, I like that. Yeah. I like people being kept away from me. I shall now walk around with my own plexiglass <laughs> capsule around me. <laughs> or, like, you know, like the things they wear when they do bubble football. Amazing, yeah. <laughs> well, bubble football. That we was, did that. That was a nightmare. I hated it. It was, it was fun <laughs> until someone bumps into you. It wasn't fun when I was on the floor like a turtle and I couldn't get back up again. That's true. You did get stuck there for a while. I was stuck and no one helped me. I was just rolling around on why, the floor. Why would we help you when we could laugh at you? <laughs> Fabulous. No, so I don't... Yeah, I think there are some things... I like that. I like that, uh, you know, that you can just... Yeah. keep distance from me yeah well, that, that's a good thing I mean I that's like, going to change though like you say it's going to go back to normal see I really like the fact that when we go to like, a bar or a restaurant now you don't have to go up and order you just literally do your QR code on your phone order, and, and it comes over to you okay I'm not so I'm not so sold on this yeah just because your experience in Nando's <laughs> I was raging so it was you could only order on the app fine um, their Wi-Fi was not working and where they sat us upstairs had no mobile signal. Can I just, so I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Can I say this podcast is not a platform for you to issue a complaint to Nando? <laughs> right yeah, Who is... do I speak? Mr. Nando, who do I speak to? <laughs> Thank you. No, also because I am allergic to eggs. So it is harder for me to convey, do not put mayonnaise on this or I will end up in hospital mm. on an app, which is why when the burger came over, it had it had mayonnaise in it. I need to speak to an actual human being to say, no egg or she die. So. Okay. Well, I mean, this is sort of laming the point that I'm trying to make here and muting it a little bit. In, in no, as... the QR menu thing. That's what I'm... I'm. Okay. But I do agree there are there are some other good things. Well, changes. this is the thing. There's, there's Paying for things contactless. I like that a lot. That oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that everything's just much easier. Everything's kind of contactless now. You can just swear on your phone. I like yeah, that. Yeah, that's pretty. But there's, I think there's probably. I mean, I said this in a video that I did the other day. A lot of the the positive changes mm. 
we're only going to become aware of them over the coming months and years yeah. in, in as much as think we've been so focused on the things that were taken from us. Yes. It's been really easy to miss the fact that certain aspects of it probably have been upgrades or improvements. Mm. You know, it's, it's forced us to think about things a little bit differently and as a result, come up with different solutions for things. Yes. You know? um, I mean, I've already mentioned aspects of my business that I'm like, oh, I think that's better actually mm. now I think about it. So um, there are going to be good things. And if we spend our time sort of looking at the things we're not happy with, mm. then yeah, that could potentially create a lot of anxiety about what we've been through and what we're going to go through in the future. Mm. If we focus on the good things, then change becomes just that. It just becomes change. Rather, rather than, than scary. Yeah, rather yeah. than something that we, yeah, like you said, we need to fear or anything like that. Mm. So that's what I would encourage people to do, is focus more of their attention on the positive things about the situation that's yeah. coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the fourth one recognize i mean i always say this recognize that this is a perfectly natural feeling yeah to feel in some way anxious there's nothing wrong with you for feeling anxious about going through it's, something that is you know yeah anxiety inducing this is a thing the the fact we've been through nearly 18 months of this particular situation that's inevitably going to have rewired you know some of the synapses in our brain mm -hmm. because that's what we do as human beings we learn and we grow our brain changes shape every time we learn something yeah but what that does mean is that it will naturally grow further and we will then adapt to how things are afterwards you yes. know and, and any anxiety we feel about certain things will very quickly pass mm. because we're not doing things now for the first time we're going back to things we used to do yes and that's a lot easier to retrain your mind to yeah do, you i know? agree it's like muscle memory Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Well, I mean, you know, people say the brain is the you know most important muscle, don't they? Mm. I mean, I'm not, I don't know if it is a muscle or not, <laughs> you know, just to restate the old disclaimer, we're brain, not doctors. brain is weird, it's like just a big walnut. A squishy walnut, A though. squishy walnut. Yeah, do you remember that scene, did you see the, the Hannibal Lecter film? No, I've not seen it. Oh, yeah, he makes a, makes a guy eat a bit of his own brain. Oh. I mean, that's just that's horrible, gross. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, no, I'm not a fan of that. I mean, that, I feel that was on a list of really horrific ideas that I need to work into a book, <laughs> you know. Um, how can I put that in the book? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, maybe I'll cut that out. I don't know if that's a bit too... Uh... No, it's fine. No, is it fine? Fine. Okay, okay. Well, oh, I didn't know that sort of stuff was fine. <laughs> Wait until the next episode Squishy then. walnut. <laughs> um, new nickname. I, so I think I think my friend Ali, she's got... Um... A squishy walnut? No, she's got a, uh, a brain stress ball. That's weird. Like a squishy brain okay, stress I, ball. I don't... I'm sure it's a stress ball. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on, on board with the squishy stress ball. Yeah. The shape of a brain. Yeah, I'm sure that's what she's got. I love it anyway. I think it's great. Yeah, I don't know. Would I feel weird about squishing a brain to relieve stress? You can get, you can get um, like squishy boobs stress balls. I'd be much happier with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, squishy boobs squishy stress boob. ball. Yeah. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps not the sort of thing that I want clients to see. No, you don't want it on your desk, yeah, do you? Yeah. Ah, oh, it's just my stress tit. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a squish. Yeah, ask no questions. I should tell you no one. Uh, final one. Um, we said it already, but it's the most important one, I think. Don't concern yourself with what other people are doing. Yes. Sorry, I think I preempted. That's okay. That's that okay. I, I feel like when we do these podcasts, yeah. the actual, here's some top tips, yeah. we've kind of elaborated on them in the chat we've had before. Yeah, this is more like a, a final thought. A crazy. Of, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A review of what we've talked about. Yeah, it's yeah. just, you, honestly, you waste so much energy yeah. worrying about what other people are doing. Mm. And it's like, 
Just focus on you. Just yeah. yeah. Just focus on you. It's like, you know, it's it's not too dissimilar when we spoke about self-esteem and confidence and things like that. You know, you're always so worried about what other people are thinking of you. Mm. And it's like they're not thinking of you, they're just thinking of like their own emotional responses to everything that's going on. Yeah, exactly. And and it falls into the category of things you can't control. Yeah. And as soon as you expend any extra energy trying to influence the things that are out of your control, mm. you're inevitably going to damage yourself in some way, in, in terms of emotionally. You I know? mean, you know, as the, the, the late Aaron Burr once said, I am the one thing in life I can control. Wow. <laughs> I am a little boy and an original. Where's the off button? Where do I, how do I stop this? How do I stop this? But it's true. It's true. Have we now got to put some sort of credit or like, have I got to mute that bit through copyright reasons? No, um, written by Lin-Manuel Miranda for the <laughs> company version of Hamilton. Thank but yeah, you. so no, but it's, yeah. it's exactly that. And it's so true. You are the one thing in life you can control. Yeah. So just focus on that. Yeah. Just and so the example that. yesterday mm. when we were in the car park waiting to find it, waiting for a parking space to become available. Oh, yeah. And, uh, the, the, <laughs> oh, the angry man. The angry man behind us. He became my new best friend. He bibbed us, didn't he? And he was and he was like shaking his head and he was like gesturing. We were in a queue together. Like we and couldn't I'm go like, anywhere. Yeah. And this is it. I'm thinking... <laughs> No amount of you gesticulating yeah. can make me move faster. No, yeah, there's, like, there's cars in front of us. Very, you're very much <laughs> railing against something that you have no control over. And then he know. followed us into the second car park. And well, I he, he didn't follow us. To do with, you know, it wasn't. He, we just happened to be both looking for the park, the space in the same car. Park. I was it wasn't. Like, it was following <laughs> me. Then, right? Because you did not move your car I quite fast enough. I shall follow you. I shall Liam Neeson you. Yeah, well, exactly. But this is the whole. I mean, road rage is a classic one of yeah. getting angry about things that are out of your control. Absolutely. How other people driving yeah it's like okay what are you going to do with that then <laughs> where's that going <laughs> and then if they pull over and they get out the car you're screwed yeah. well, also it's like when you get angry at something it's like we're in our little metal cage aren't we we're in our protection mm. so we can get angry mm. and think there's going to be no consequences yes yeah. but again Same like computer keyboard warriors yeah exactly and it's like what are you so you're getting angry bearing in mind you know anger is an emotion designed to change something mm. i've been wronged i must right the wrong so you get angry you you get ready for action mm. that's why people punch people because like, I, I don't like you. But what are you going to do? Are you actually going to run them off the road? Are you going to drag them out of their car? Are you going to yeah. beat some sense into them and say, drive better next time? Yeah. You're not, are you? You're no. just are you going get... to fast and furious them? Exactly. You're yeah. just going to get upset and ruin your day. Yeah. That's it. So it doesn't really do anything to them. It just hurts you. Yeah. But anyway. So just... Just focus on you. Yeah, don't 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 concern yourself with what other people are doing because that's their, as you say, that's their business. Mm-hmm. And what the only thing that's your business is what you're doing. Exactly that. Okay. Um, the other thing we've mentioned it already, mm. and when you said this, I I, I gave you a look from from, you a, did, from, from over my glasses. glasses. Yeah, in, a, in a kind of. Well, you mentioned that because we've talked about people if you if you're struggling anxiety yes. wise. Yeah. You may be sitting there thinking. Well, I'm fine. I think I'm, I'm not worried about it at all. Mm. Please remember, others might not be fine yeah. around you. Yeah. And in the same way that we are saying, you know, take your time if you're feeling anxious, please allow other people to take theirs. Absolutely. And, and if you're fine, what a great opportunity to offer support to those that might be struggling right now, mm. offering empathy, offering understanding and recognising that this journey out of lockdown, this journey through through this pandemic, our focus, you know, we, we're meant to be here for each other as a human race. And as I, I believe that, that the best work we can do is helping others because mm. not least because that will that's what's going to make us feel best about who we are yeah. in this whole situation. So if you are 
if you are finding this a breeze, and, you're, and it's roughly half and half, apparently. Stats are really? about 49% of people. It's always ex- 49.51 <laughs> for everything. It's always 49.51. Right down the middle, almost exactly, but not quite exactly. No. Um, but yeah, about 49% of people are struggling with anxiety right now, or certainly uh, aware they're experiencing higher levels of anxiety mm. than they would normally expect to be experiencing. Well, about, about you know, just before we finish, but uh, with the being patient with other people, our friend Kira said something that I, I really like and I really value. So this was last summer when things were opening up, you know, for the first time. Yeah. And she was seeing, like, a couple of her friends and everything. And it mm. was... Um, I'm going to word it wrong, so apologies, Kira. But it was she, they kind of decided to go with uh, how the least comfortable person was feeling. Yes, that's so right. So they yeah. kind of, you know, if the least comfortable person didn't want to like hug anyone, for example, then yeah. then they weren't going to do that. Do you know? So it yeah. was, and I and I don't think you know that's not that's not um, sort of mollycoddling people, yeah, but it's that's not pandering. No, it's, it's not. Yeah. It's being decent. Yeah, you know. Exactly. So I just think you know if you're thinking everything's fine I'm, I can't wait to you know lick my friends but if mm. your friends aren't necessarily up for licking at the moment yeah, yeah, yeah. just give them a bit of time not everyone's in a lickable place you know what I mean <laughs> emotionally <laughs> emotionally physically yeah <laughs> I think it's a good place to a final thought that's, yes. a, that's a good ending thought I feel yes. you know? um, only lick people that want to be licked exactly <laughs> I do think we come up with some really philosophical uh, <laughs> thoughts about life at times. And then some absolute bullshit. <laughs> right, well, thank you. It's about 49-51%, isn't it? It is. The ratio, everything yeah. always is. Um, well, brilliant. Well, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope that this podcast has helped a little bit. Just to sort of calm your nerves with reopening anxiety, just to know that it is normal, that you're okay, and everything will be okay. Everything will be okay. Everything will be okay. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for listening, guys. You can come find us on social media. You can find me at Brit Marie Box on Instagram, and you can find Tim at Tim Box Mind Coach. Tim also does TikToks now, so if you're over there, you can go find him on TikTok in the old man section at Tim Box Mind Coach. At forty eight year old man, on TikTok. <laughs> what's and he doing there? What's he doing? Get off TikTok. <laughs> uh, and he also does some amazing YouTube videos. So you should absolutely go check out his YouTube channel and subscribe to them because I personally think they're wonderful. I know I'm married Aww. to him, but I'm telling you the truth. Um, and do do let us know where you are when you're listening to the podcast. Pop a screenshot on your stories. Tag us. Do stuff. We love knowing that you guys are listening and that we're not just sitting here shouting into the void. Um, and of course, <laughs> keep, keep thinking, thinking outside, outside the, the box. box. <laughs> bye bye. bye.